0: Hi there. Uh, Welcome to Bible Slash Christmas. Gus, hello. Good. How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Too fast, Gus. Too fast. You're supposed to memorize your lines, Gus. I know. (laughs) I'm actually like a great chess player, thinking two moves ahead. (laughs) I don't think that's chess. I think that's tired. I think that's checkers. (laughs) Checkers. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Something like that. Well, hey, uh, we have a meditation for today, and it's about Government actually. Big uh, fan of government. Are you a big fan of government? Of course. Well, what God chose them for us. Amen. Exactly. What text would you get that from? Somewhere in the Bible. <laughs> Somewhere in the back. Somewhere in the back? <laughs> yeah, it's in the New Testament and the Old Testament. Um, the meditation for today is about Quirinius, the governor of Syria, and Caesar Augustus. So yes. We have big uh, big uh, names in the ancient world. Caesar Augustus, he has a census. He actually demands that yeah. a census take place. And it says, over all the inhabited earth. So at this point, you have the Pax Romana. There's, there's literally, basically, all the known world is essentially conquered by Rome. Yeah. The borders of the Roman Empire reach all the way up into... Through Gaul, all the way across the Germanic regions, all over North Africa. They've really pretty much conquered everyone. And so he says, there's going to be a census. Yeah. Okay, so this is like one of the biggest events in the history of the world at yeah. this point because every, literally everybody has to go back. If you look at verse 3 in chapter uh, Luke chapter 2, yeah. it says, everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Everyone. Mm-hmm. So everyone has to travel now. So Caesar Augustus, this is an, a ridiculous amount of power. And he's like, hey, Everyone go back to your original city. We're going to register for the census. And Joseph, who's this poor carpenter, went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the fa- of the house and family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him, who and who was with child. Okay, so literally the entire known world moves mm-hmm. at this point. Caesar Augustus makes this demand. The entire known world moves. What's the purpose? Why? Mm-hmm. You tell me why does it move? So that Jesus can be born in Bethlehem. Why is that such a big deal? Because of Micah five two. And there you go, Micah five two. So God makes a promise several hundred years prior. He makes a promise. He tells David, your son's going to be. It's one of your sons is going to come and sit on the throne. Micah, the minor prophet, he says, you you have that, that's going to be in Bethlehem where he's going to be born. And so, what does God do? He moves. <coughs> excuse me. He moves the entire world. Yeah to get Joseph and Mary down to Bethlehem. No. Now he's also doing a whole, whole bunch of other stuff too, but she, he moves the entire world to get them there, to make this promise come to pass. But if you look at verse 7, it says, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Mm-hmm. Now this I find fascinating. Bethlehem is like Clovis. It's like an unknown town, kind of off the beaten path, out of the, out of the main areas. And... There's an inn in town, and they they've traveled. God moves the entire world, but he can't get an open room for them. Now, why would he do that? That's my question. Yeah, you tell me. <laughs> I thought this is your meditation, not mine. <laughs> All right, fine. No, <clears throat> what's he doing? Well, I think I think the same thing that's happening in Bethlehem is what's happening in the census. Actually, yeah. God is fulfilling His plan for His Son. Yeah. So his plan for his son is that he would be born in Bethlehem. He has to be born in Bethlehem because there's there's years and years of of prophecy about where he would be born and what family he would come from and all sorts of things. All those have to be fulfilled, but he also has to be he also has to be a person who no one would pay any attention to, because in Isaiah chapter fifty three it says, "Who would who would have ever known him? We wouldn't have ever noticed him, right? Who would believe our report? And to whom has the eye, the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot. No one knew him. So." God is doing the same thing by filling all the rooms at the end as he is by moving the entire yeah. inhabited world. What he's doing is he's showing this to be the Christ. Yeah. So he He works at massively broad scales in working out I- events so that uh, his purposes can be fulfilled. And he works at the most micro scales, mm. filling all the hotel rooms so that Mary has to have the baby yeah. at the end and put, put Jesus in a manger. And in Jesus's, in Jesus's birth, he comes into the world in obscurity and lowliness and he leaves the world actually in a very similar way. Big events taking place at the end of his life. God's moving all sorts of things uh, geopolitically. All of that is taking place so that Christ is crucified. Mm-hmm. And that takes place in relative obscurity. Not that many people worry about that. It's a, he, he dies in relative obscurity in terms of his his the geopolitical nature of what's happening mm. and yet god through all of that is is moving at the highest levels and organizing everything at the lowest levels to bring about his perfect purposes mm. for his son which i think is helpful for me to think about because i you know when we read this we're like oh there's no room in the inn. Mm. that wasn't an accident right all of that was coming about because of god's purposes god's purposes are over everything from yeah. the highest things to the smallest things and so when you see, you know, a manger scene or a crash or whatever, and you're looking at it, you say, well, look at that. The, you know, look at how Jesus is, the baby's in the manger. Sure, should remind us, I think, God is totally sovereign over our circumstances. Mm-hmm. He's sovereign over the biggest events that take place, like elections and events that take place on that level. And he's, and he's sovereign over the smallest things, like flat tires and complex things yeah. like that. All of it is working together. For good. Yeah. And he has a perfect plan for us. That's so helpful. Really, really helpful. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. That is our meditation on uh, censuses and government. Uh, God works at both levels, uh, the big and the small. Hope that's helpful for you this Christmas. And if you have questions on that or any other topic, uh, feel free to email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.